Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pardon. My, 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 my American. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Pardon. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon. My American. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Pardon. My American. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Pardon. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. Pardon. My American. Yo. What is up, everybody? How's everyone doing? Sorry for the slight delay. Yeah, a little technical difficulties. I see you two being YouTube, man. Well, yeah, and I'm back behind the uh, little, uh, the monitors here. Yeah. Well, so Chris is not here for this episode. Yes, he uh, is driving back from Idaho. Idaho. Idaho? He had to pick up his uh, his sweet little daughter. Mm-hmm. So he uh, actually might be back for the next recording, though. So we'll see. Yes. Uh, I want to drive safe, though. He's a maniac driver. We got to make sure he, <laughs> yeah. he's not getting over here too quick. You know what I'm saying? He is, dude. He uh, he's not out. a maniac driver. He's a good driver. Yes. Just, he, he lives on the wild side. You know what I mean? That he does. What is up, everybody? Yeah, so uh, Greg's going to be running the show behind the uh, behind the screens. Got oh, it yeah. all set up. Uh, I'm looking as pacey as ever. But hey. it's, it's a holiday. Uh, you know, it's the holiday week, man. I like your Christmas sweater. Thanks, dude. Santa's taking... my old one. He's taking a shot and he's drinking a mug of beer, right? Yeah, I got my pocket. I don't have Look anything at that. in it, though. You know, oh. right? I was thinking about putting some candy or something in that there. That is a snakey, snakey. But, you know, it's, uh, it's Christmas week. Yes, it is. <laughs> it feels nice, dude. It came quick. Well, yeah. You know? Always does. Just like the Minute Man. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You got any big plans? Uh, you know, a lot of family stuff. Yeah. There's always uh, my wife's side of the family. We get together and that, you know, tons of brothers on that mm-hmm. side. She has a ton of uncles. So, yeah, yeah, that's always fun. And yeah, it gets it gets boisterous. Yeah, I'll just put it that way. Well, we're going to be doing today uh, and then uh, we'll be recording for uh, was it uh, Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. Tuesday episode will come out. And we, yeah, we'll do a soon. Tuesday one. So it, yeah. we'll have a couple this week. But at the end of the week, unfortunately, it's the holidays. <laughs> We're not going to pester you. We're going to do our family stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And enjoy it. Um, but I hope you guys are all ready to go. Got your presents, getting that stuff wrapped. Yes. Or just enjoying your family. Some people don't like presents, you know what I mean? They just want to hug. I know. Yeah, know. do their stuff. Drink their eggnog. Yeah, man. Watch, uh, watch a Christmas movie. Do you ever drink the White Russians? You ever had a White Russian? Yeah, I have a long time. It's been a while, and I'm not. Not, not a my, big Not fan? my favorite. Yeah? No. Too, I feel too like milky. my wife likes that. Uh, it's not my thing. Yeah, they are pretty thick, dude. I don't mind thick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I like eggnog. You know, it's, it's, it's good. Mm. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm uh, cocktails for me or, uh, you know, I'm very specific, I guess. Yeah. I get more you. or less. Anyways, hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully you guys are having a good week so far. It's the beginning of a week. Hey, Almost man. the end of my week. Tomorrow is uh, my Friday. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So I got to get some, uh, some teeth work tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Dude, I'm getting a, a tooth pulled on Tuesday. You're getting the tooth pulled. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so I, I might not be at our first live stream when you guys go on YouTube, but yeah. I will definitely try to make the second show. You're going to be all puffy and shit? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be I fun. might be drooling while I'm you talking. You got your baby tooth, right? Yeah, I have one baby tooth, everybody. It's still there. I, I couldn't believe it. when you. I actually did not know that about you. Yeah. That you had a, a little infant tooth. It's a little mystery pop-up. It's, cool, it's sitting there. You know, it's, you know, when you think about baby teeth, you don't think that they would last past the age of I don't know, nine. Like they would disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, they would just yeah. like turn into some vapor. But didn't. No, this one's strong. And uh, well, you, that's why I said I asked you. I was like, did your did your your man tooth like give up? And you're like, I don't even have one. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even yeah. there, dude. Yeah, Never. didn't didn't poke. There's nothing to poke uh, it out. That's why it's still there. But yeah, it's uh, slowly degrading, and it's time. It's definitely uh, time. Yeah. It's, so yeah, got to do what you got to do, man. You know, what's funny is my son actually has. Uh, a baby tooth with no adult tooth underneath it as well. I it's gave like him, a genetic thing. I gave him the curse, dude. Damn. Yeah, I passed it down to that motherfucker. So no, tell, him, tell him not to <laughs> knock that one loose, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Anyways, 
So we got some fun stuff to talk about today. For I'm, sure. Some, you know, some some good topics. There's a lot going on. Yes. Not not a lot of like huge stuff, but, uh, you know, Mansion came out and was like, no, ain't going to do it. Yeah. Build Back Better took a uh, turn for the worse, which is great news. It's good news. But yeah, other than that, you guys, pardonmyamerican.com, baby. Yeah. Doing some upgrades there. And yes, you have links to our merch. Mm-hmm. We have some new merch up there. I, I tried my go at a mug. There's a new mug that's up there, so oh, you yeah. guys can go take a peek at that. There's stickers, there's shirts, there's sweatshirts. There's... We're going to buy a couple things because I know there's some items that we haven't posted yet, but we're yeah. going to try them. I know you're like putting together like a bomber jacket. Yeah, I'm going to make a members-only mo- like a bomber yeah, jacket. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So we'll see how that stuff works out. Maybe maybe get that stuff online eventually. But uh, Patreon members, thank you so much. We, we always have a blast uh, talking with you guys on Friday nights. Yeah. One of my favorite shows that we do. Um, it's real loose, real fun. Uh, interesting. It gets it gets weird. It's it fun. does get weird. It gets it gets weird, but I enjoy yeah. it. So if you guys like what we do, you want to support us. The best way you can do that is by you know obviously like what Greg said, go to the website, purchase some merch, yep. wear that stuff around town. Uh, go check out the tiers and Patreon. See if any fit you. Yeah. Try it out. It's oh, just, uh, try it for a month and see if you like it. Uh, you get a bunch of extra content. Twenty bucks gets you. We're going to be doing the uh, paranormal kind of like the Bigfoot UFO. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. So January first, everybody. New Year's Day, that's Saturday. Yeah. That's when we're planning on doing it. Yeah. Our first one. I think it's a good day because it's like a chill day. It's slow. A lot of people don't even go to work that day. You know what I mean? So hopefully it works. But hey, either way, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So we'll we'll post that soon on Patreon. And yeah. hey, I'm thinking about this. And maybe I can take chunks of my baby tooth and send them to our Patreons. That's the lucky fucking, winners. That's weird. <laughs> that's I'm kidding. You know, like those, they build those little voodoo dolls. Mm. They're like, I finally have the missing chunk of tooth that yeah. I was missing. I was going to say, you could give it to me. And I'll just throw it in somebody's merch box. And they're yeah. like, candy and a tooth? Yeah, I don't <laughs> And I don't know why it sounded like Elizabeth Warren there. And I don't know. Maybe, Maybe because she's got COVID. <laughs> yeah, after she boosted. Uh, we'll oh, get into no. that on the second hour. But yeah, uh, guys, also real quick, uh, go if you're an audio listener and you're, and you're, you're checking us out, please give us a uh, review. We appreciate the reviews. It helps us with the algorithm. Yes, it helps does. Helps us grow. And it's enjoyable to, uh, you know, read and see what people think. And, you know, we can't take criticism well, too. So, yeah. if you know, got some ideas, throw them our way, see what we can do. All right. For sure. So, anyways, what's up on the uh, what's up on the board first? Oh, my goodness. Well, Smash and Grabs. Yeah, this is one you want to talk about. Uh, me as well. So yeah. Smash and Grab does sound like something you'd order. Mm. It sounds like a... Uh, it's like the new uh, like Uber Eats. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Grubhub item. <laughs> yeah, call Smash and Grab, get me some Wendy's. You yeah, do you want to get uh, punched in the throat and then you just grab whatever you want? Yeah. You can make it happen. Hey, fuck, look at that. Logan Knight. What's up, Logan? Hell yeah, what's up, dude? What up, boys? I'm going to try and be back if, when, y'all are on uh, my brother's podcast at Church of MMA. Oh, hell I'm yeah. in Texas for a school, so I don't know if I can, but uh, yeah, we definitely were talking about that and they're local and yeah, we'll see what we can do with that for sure. Yeah. But, Good hearing from you. He's one of our longest listeners, man. That's awesome to hear from you. And, and For sure. Look at that updated photo, I know. Too. It's fucking... Dude, you look great, man. You're all fucking decked out. Yeah. Patriotic as fuck. Man. <laughs> Love it, dude. Uh, you're a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm glad for his... Uh, happy for his future, right? Yes. Looking bright. Well, yeah. These uh, The smash and grabs are happening all over liberal cities, and that's essentially people are breaking open cars. They're breaking open businesses. Everything. And just grabbing... Everything. Whatever the fuck except for the bookstores, I heard the bookstores are not getting hit that often. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's just, surprising. They don't like reading, but that's you know. Either way, uh, they've you know many things have caused this, right? We have we have Democrat leaders who, uh, if you remember, about a year ago they were yeah. or more defund the police, right? We got to stop this shit. We got to we don't need them. They you know we don't want you. We can do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can have uh, we can have uh, people carrying mace that can do a better job, right? Yeah. Well, what weren't they the rent a cops? Yeah, there was like they were like the uh, like the park rangers. They were like the uh, yeah. what was it called? <laughs> it was like the Portland had the uh, something rangers. It was oh. the city rangers or some shit. It, it was so oh. they weren't allowed to carry weapon. They could have like a whistle and some mace. I don't know. It was pretty. And maybe like a class, you could take a class of like MMA, just one, yeah, one class. It was something bitch. We called them something bitch. Yeah, there was a yeah. I can't remember. We should look it up eventually. But well, yeah. Um, but you guys remember they made rules. Uh, I think like if I'm not mistaken, San Francisco was like if it was over 950, they'd prosecute you. Yes. Well, 950 bucks is a lot of money. Well, yeah. And wasn't there a meme going around where uh, I think we posted it to IG, but. A guy who owned a store yes. price pointed every item in the store as nine hundred fifty one dollars. So yep. that way, 
it's there. It's the fucking price genius, there. actually. Yeah. Give the guy credit. It's a Minute Mart. And he basically said, when you bring up your item, I have discount coupons behind the store that will get you the price that it's supposed to be. There you go. I fucking love it. Good for you. But the sad part is, is he has, he has to fucking do that. I know. Right. So, but 950 bucks, if you think about this, go to your local Walmart, Fred Myers, Target, wherever you're at, whatever's the big store there. Yeah. Look around and tell me what's not or what is over 950 bucks. I would say that the vast, and I'm talking 95% of items in those major stores are under 950 bucks. Absolutely. So that means that you can go pick out whatever you want free of charge. Yeah. And claim it's something that you need. You know, my family needs uh, it. You so don't even need it. You can just, I want it. You don't need it. You just say, I want this, and you get to take this. So yeah. Rick Starr got two back-to-back. Thank oh, you so Rick much. Uh, smash and grab. You can get good designer stuff on OfferUp right now. Absolutely. They're selling it on these. Uh, Is Mercury. that what they do? You fuck yes, they do. Uh, and they also put, I think the security companies are in on it, possibly. Oh. Um, there has to be a way to look into this because there are many sites. I look at them because I collect toys. So I'm always on sites looking at, you know, what toys are real, what people like post. Like, oh man. I could only imagine shit. I could only imagine you in a smash and grab. You'd go straight for the toy section, bro. You'd be like, probably the most that new Batman area. figure. <laughs> they usually don't have much. I got to be honest with you. Like the, the toys are limited. Right yeah. Now. Well, like, and you wouldn't have to smash to grab that. You just, no, I just grab. walk in and uh, use my hard earned money to buy it. Because <laughs> you know? it, that's what uh, a real American would mm. do. But um, my my point ultimately is you can steal shoes and jackets and all this shit under nine fifty. Basically, walk away from it, basically, and then go sell it for a half the price or quarter price, and you're still pocketing fucking two hundred bucks, two hundred fifty yeah. bucks, whatever you can get for it. Well, I wonder how that works. So, if you get arrested, do you have to give the item back? Oh, it's probably gone. Or you wouldn't even get arrested, right? Or they wouldn't be calling it a, a felony or something. No, it'd be something else. My daughter's losing her shit right now. Yeah, she's had a rough day, man. It's Christmas week, dude. <laughs> I told her the elf is not liking this. Yep, not at all, dude. Yeah, we were actually discussing we should actually just put in a a present where it's just a lump of coal, and be like, oh, dude, this is probably when you had that uh, conuption, that conuption eruption, the conuption. Eruption. Yeah, and they the elves saw they all convened and they agreed. They said yes, this is deserveth yeah. of that coal. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. uh, back to what we were saying, though, is I don't think they're even prosecuting them like at all. Like you watch all these videos and they're literally wa- letting them walk out the door. Yeah. The only times that we've seen anything different, though, is when there's like a horde of people that are Dude. all at one time. And then the cops try to come in. Well, that's what's so different about this is you're getting groups of like 80 people running into stores and smashing shit. And I mean, um, it's getting to the point where people are literally setting themselves up and setting up their property it, it, preemptively yeah. for robberies. Yeah. So, for example, right here, you guys, we have, please do not break glass. San Franciscans. Oh, I didn't know that's how that was pronounced, but <laughs> leaving car trunks open to prevent smash and grab. So they're actually leaving their damn trunks open to prevent this shit and look at this so we have this little uh this video here the aftermath of car break-ins all too often windows smashed glass shattered but now some people are getting so fed up they're leaving their trunks open hoping that'll at least spare them the hefty bill to get it fixed call it the price of parking in the bay area bracing (laughs) for a break-in everything is broken People here at least try to be persuasive. Please use the door. Please use the door. Or just flat out beg. Please don't break the glass. Nothing inside. Yet it still happens. Sadly, even while you're driving, just waiting for the light to turn green. Look at this guy. This smash and grab happened two weeks ago in Japantown. While they're driving. now, it's come to this. Trunks left open in broad daylight in Oakland. A witness writing, imagine having to clean out your car and leaving it open. Just so people won't break your windows. Dude, that is crazy. Oakland's deputy interim police chief Brennan Lindsay me. says it's the first she's heard of it, but it's happening in San Francisco too. Yeah, like you're you're like, oh man, very bizarre. Uh, That's I mean, sad. I guess convertibles are going to be on the rise, right? You can just drop the top and be like, you can peek in. Not much here. Why would you even want to go downtown? You know, uh, yeah. why even bother? Why not just go somewhere else? You know. Yeah, no, and I mean, think if that happened in any other, um, I mean, because this is a violation, right? It's it's a violation of your personal property. 
think if they did that if for like a violation of your bodily rights. Yeah. You're just bending over naked wherever you go saying, yeah, take me at your will. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, my it's, asshole it's like submiss- is ready. It's a submissive action. You're you're allowing people to enter your property. Yes. Just so you don't get harmed. Like yeah. or be, or your car doesn't get harmed. Like a window. Yep. Uh, Rick Starr, thank you again, man. Appreciate it. You've been uh, been hot right now with all the uh, the stuff coming here. Uh, even with the task force with eighty plus running into a smash and grab, how do you stop it? You can only catch one, maybe. Absolutely. I always say this: the net. We got to bring back the fish net, bro. Like the big, poof, that, you know that like the gun that shoots the ball of the fish net, and it just wraps around five to ten people at a time. Yeah. We got to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Just, whoosh, whoosh, I just, I just like, I don't know how anybody would want or, do, and I, and to be fair, uh, actually, I'm not trying to be fair. Now they're stepping back, right? The mayor, what's her name? London breed. Oh yeah. Is that like a horse's name in a track race? I think so. London breed. It's, rounding a, tr- it's a trusty, uh, I think that's it, right? Trusty Steve. London breed. Yeah. Uh, so she, the mayor of San Francisco came out the other day or maybe less than a week ago and she. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Melly. Appreciate that. Melly, yes. Thanks for that super chat. Um, she came out and basically went against everything she had said a year ago. I mean, she was one of the people who was coming out saying defund the police. You know, we don't need this, blah, blah, blah. I think she actually defunded them 120 million right around there or something like that. I think we have yeah. article. quite a bit of money. Uh, what's it say here? San Francisco mayor, former, quote, defund activist pushes for more police amid crime spike. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to be able to. Yeah, we got this little uh, stupid thing. Well, that's not really the point. You can see that she said it there. But she actually had this. Uh, she came out and had this rant about. Well, let's let her speak. Do you she got a little video? There? Yeah, man. Yeah, let me uh, scroll down there. Let me try to pull this right up. there. There we go. I'm still a little new to this. So hold on, guys. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing great, Greg. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah, it might be kind of quiet. This is as loud as I can get it, dude. It's fine will make a lot of people uncomfortable. And I don't care. We are past the point where what we see is even remotely acceptable. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement, more aggressive with the changes in our policies, and less tolerant of all the bull that has destroyed our city. Whoa. So I, I, unfortunately I know it's very quiet and I apologize for that, but she basically said we need to be more active with the police department. We need to stop this bullshit. That's plaguing our cities. The bullshit that I caused, which is if you look at the comments on that particular video, it's literally like, didn't you do this? Yeah. She's the one who caused the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Democrats are the ones that came out and decided that they were not going to prosecute theft over 900 or under 950 dollars yeah which is the very reason why walgreens and some targets and different small stores uh drug stores and other such things are leaving san francisco mm-hmm. they cannot you can't afford it as a yeah. business we have videos of just video after video of people just smashing the glass coming in and grabbing whatever the hell they want it actually just happened in austin texas yeah and so now they're saying okay well you know, it's it's spreading everywhere to these liberal cities. Yeah, right? I, I don't know if Austin has that policy. I'm not sure about that. Or I don't know if or they're just doing it. Because, I mean, if you're doing it in the city that does prosecute, well. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like any other robbery at that point. But, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't have anything to worry about. And so, yeah, businesses are leaving. But then you have Lori Lightfoot in Chicago who came out paraphrasing here, but basically said, like, well, businesses need to do a better job with security. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Just going to detain them so the cops can say, let them go because I can't, I don't have enough on them. Well, and I know like numerous times that there's, there's certain businesses that you, you have like this loss prevention uh, department, Mm -hmm. right? And they can catch you in the act, but they can't physically do anything to you. Most, yeah. Right. In most areas. So if you try to physically tackle somebody, you could be the one going and getting charged. I mean, you know, and, I don't and then know. I've seen people like holding people down for sure. Like definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like detaining somebody basically detained until the police show up. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to be. I'm to be honest. I don't know the whole detail. I'm sure there's situations. I think you have to be pretty goddamn sure that what you saw happened. Because if it didn't, you're going to get your ass sued to oblivion for sure. Um, but then it's like, uh, what's the point? I mean, if if it's your life, because you're you're basically serving your the business that you work for, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so if I guess you own that business, yes, it's worth it. But if you work for a large retailer. Are you going to risk? No, most people won't. whatever comes your way to tackle this guy who is shoplifting. No, no, yeah. but that's what makes this particular law so damning is that they understand that, and that is what allows us to fester into what you're, you know, all these articles you're popping up right now. What's this one? Smash and grab robbery rings, organized on social media. Yeah, they're organizing. They're organizing on social media, so that way, I mean, they can they can get together and I mean, because if you have or like. 80 plus people organized smashing this shit. Yeah. You have to organize some way, right? That's the thing, dude. It's like you have so many people and you know, it's like a ring or it's a connective group. And yes, if one, like uh one gets caught, so what you just got 30 grand in merch, 50 grand in merch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, there was this gold coast exotic motor. Like I, I remember they broke into this high end dealership, dude. This was a couple of weeks ago, maybe not even a week ago. Surveillance video captures thieves targeting high-end exotic motor <laughs> buildings where they just break in and smash. Boom, 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 boom. Look at this shit, dude. Yeah, I, have, I have some video footage here. That's just nuts, man. So this is a jewelry store inside of a shopping center in L.A. Okay. Watch this, everybody. This is a little pleasant video. Oh, yeah. There they are. Smashing. Grabbing, jumping. And screaming. Someone is screaming. Oh my fucking You know what's you know? Just, you know what's so gross? What's so gross about this is like look at look at where they're at right now. This isn't some fucking high end mall, man. Yeah. This is like a, a fucking flea market, you know, like, uh, I don't know what the best word for it is, but like you go to like Pike's Place up in yeah, Seattle. I was say, it looks like downtown Seattle. It's a, it, these are like small business owners who are just getting rancid. And, and you know, it's like there, there's a guy in Portland who who made custom watches. And we, we talked about him months ago, but when they had the protesting in Portland, his business got like looted. All his shit was gone and he was done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. What do you do at that point? And, you know, you got a guy who's. I don't know his politics, don't really care, but you got a guy who's gifted, talented, makes these incredible watches, like does, the, you know, fixes incredible, uh, you know, expensive watches, and he's fucking done. Yeah. For what? You know, for I, some piece of shit. Like, honestly, the stuff they're stealing, they're going to wear some of it. They're going to throw it away. They're going to throw all these, like, the tools. They're just going to chuck that shit. They're going to try to hawk what they can or sell what they can. Or go to a pawn shop. Uh, Rick Stars, thanks so much. It's horrible. They need those double set of doors that an employee can hit a panic button and lock them inside like some banks have. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's not a terrible idea except for the fact that you never know what they're going to, what they're capable of. Yeah. You know, and then you're locking them in with, uh, other, other people. Well, know? yes. And I did see a video where it just, this just happened inside of a mall, like the smash and grab happened inside of a mall and they locked the doors to the mall. So the, the normal patrons who are there legally couldn't get out. So yeah. they had to go into shop owners, you know, stores and hide in the back room. And it's just like, what, what are we doing? Um, here's another video that I have here. This is, um, looters breaking into a phone store. Apparently. Hmm. Okay, cool. Here we go. Oh, smashes the window with a bat. Everybody jumps through. <laughs> Well, it's, like, it's like his baseball career never got off the ground. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was a low bunt, everybody. Uh, hmm. Okay, there. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. So, you know, we could drag that out for an hour, but... Oh, dude. Oh, this one's just... This one. You guys have to watch this. This is a... Uh, unique. This is a train being smashed and grabbed. Mm. Okay? So we have this train. Everybody is breaking into this train here. Baby. It is parked. I'm gonna just gonna mute it because I don't know what this guy says. But they're stealing TVs out of this this train. But then look, it starts fucking moving, dude. And they're still up there pulling shit out as this thing's moving and taking off. Watch, I'm just gonna fast forward here a little bit. Um, yeah, right here. Look, 
it's picking up and it's like the guy on this video is that saying like for what you're doing this for a damn tv yeah they're gonna have a good christmas man you could get killed oh they don't care about that right everybody i don't know why they they don't care about that everybody you know yeah it's getting to the point where people are not uh they're not living up to the standards that they should be you know yeah yeah i i I mean, it is what it is, man. I think it's hilarious that she's backing on this uh, now saying that we need to have more police. She's actually going to be hiring more police officers. Yeah, and that's you know. that's typical of the uh, pro- problem, reaction, solution. You know, that dynamic where you create the problem and then you come out with the solution because you already had the solution in, in the first place. Some people no, say... We, we had those laws in the books, you know, and, and obviously they don't always work. And that's... People break the law, man. So you can have those laws. People break them, but you get usually held accountable for what you do. Yeah. Now it's kind of like a free for all. And I think the majority of people, uh, you know, I think they don't want to have to leave their uh, trunk open. <laughs> you know, they just want to, you don't want to go downtown. You want to go shop. You just want to get what you got to get. You want to move on, you know, with your day and not have to be concerned about, you know, your private your private property getting damaged. And oh, for sure. Dude. Uh, you know, I think that is that goes across. um you know, political bounds. I think Democrats don't necessarily want their shit stolen. Right. Well, and I mean, let's be honest, if you get something stolen, if your house gets robbed, Mm. the cops don't really have much to do. I mean, I've heard so many stories of cars being looted and robbed and stolen, and there's not much they can do. It's not much that they do do. They just go, okay, well, we'll report it as stolen. And you know, if we find it, but we're not going to send out detectives searching for your car. Like there's a lot other, there's more shit going on in this world, right? No, I mean, I think they do. I think, you know, cops do try to try to find your car or something, you know, or if it comes around or they pull somebody over. I mean, they're they're not going to go out of their fucking way. You know, they're just, they look at it like everybody else. It's like, ah, insurance will cover it, but that makes all of our insurance more expensive. You know, it's just, yeah, it's unnecessary. That's it. You know, it's unnecessary, man. So that it is, uh, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I know the White House was applauding the uh, San Francisco mayor saying, you know, we appreciate her s- tough stance on the crime spike. You know, I'm like, well, that's just like all these other hmm. liberal cities that are just now they're rehiring the cops. Remember? Yeah. It was defund the police. Now it's refund the police. Yeah. We got to bring it back. Yeah. Well, they have to. Sky 2022 is fast approaching, my friend. Yeah, exactly. So you that's know, what it's all about. It's Joe about- Biden was like, Democrats got to fear something big's coming. Big. Yeah. Well, the same thing with, um, you know, Gavin I, Newsom is, is all about that shit now too, right? Mm-hmm. He's okay. Well, we gotta, we gotta put it back into the police. We gotta do 300 million here and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Oregon, uh, Kate Brown, Oregon governor, she just got voted the worst in the entire country. Would not surprise me. They asked her about it. And she says, I don't give a damn. I'm trying to do what I can do. Yeah. To save her own nothing. ass. You're doing nothing. That's what you're doing. Okay. So yeah, I mean, people are paying attention. I think, you know, uh, I do think that there's a lot of people that have their eyes open to the fact that their daily lives, even if you're a Democrat, mm-hmm. the daily lives mm-hmm. are different. Downtown Portland is different. San Francisco is different. You know what I mean? And you can want all the stuff. You and I, That's your opinion. You can like all that shit, but you cannot like the idea of, you know, shit leaving your city, businesses leaving your city, you know. Well, yeah, it's not a good look. No, it's not a good look. Right? No. So mm. uh, that's that. That's that. Well, and then you have, what is this, Portland Commissioner? Dude, this is, yeah, this happened right before we kind of got rolling here, but uh, kind of a more of a local, if you want to call for us, this is more local. And we've talked about this gal before. Portland Commissioner defends herself as a, quote, budget hawk Mm. after second creditor sues her over personal debt. I see. So uh, Joanne Hardesty, who is my least favorite person in all of Washington and Oregon, and I sincerely mean that. I think she... well, Even more like, more than Kate Brown? Oh yeah. Because Kate Brown, I mean, this this gal is is radical, bro. Um yeah. and she's like she's the face of the uh, Portland City Council and she's a city commissioner, right? Yeah. So she has been in the news a lot over the past couple of years, especially with the uh protesting. If you see her, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. She's just very uh <laughs> she's just not she's like a vile person. She's not, she doesn't look friendly. She doesn't talk friendly. <laughs> she's just like, she's just kind of rude. She's very into this whole thing, the whole, the movement. She says, I'm an excellent steward of public dollars. Yeah. Oh so uh, just recently, I guess, um, right here, Joanne Hardesty was sued by Bank of America last month for allegedly owing more than 16000 on two defaulted credit card accounts. Uh-oh. 
She had previously faced a lawsuit from a second creditor for over $4,000 in unpaid debt in a case that has since been resolved. So I'm sure she paid it off. But what I like, (laughs) this quote from her, I think is real, real good. I understand my personal debt may cause concern. I am one of the five commissioners voting on our city budget. No, Uh, I asked to be judged on my three years as an elected city commissioner. Hmm. So you got a gal who is um, deciding where the money's going to go, but yet cannot with like hold down her own fucking financial problems. Right. I mean, defaulting, bro. It's one thing if you you paying into something and you just can't pay enough. I don't know how much that chick makes. But the point is, is this this it says that she made one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, yeah, you're right, Greg. So she called herself a budget hawk, quote, when it comes to public matters, but that she neglected her personal finances despite earning more than 125000 a year, man. That's yeah. good, decent money. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's be honest. That's a lot more than I make. But the fact that she, I mean, fourteen grand, you, you make that much and you can't pay off a $14,000 card. Right. And yeah, she's, uh, uh, she's filmed in her home. Now, I know Portland's expensive, but she has an apartment. It looks like an apartment. I know it's expensive, but maybe if you can't afford that, maybe you should uh, move into the uh, suburbs. I don't know. You can probably find a cheaper place in like Hillsboro or something like that, you know, make it a little commute. But she probably rides a bicycle. Let's be honest. I get you. Yes. You know said, on Monday, she filed a five million dollar lawsuit against the Portland Police Association and its former president, a Portland Police Bureau officer and the city of Portland for the alleged roles in the leak of information that falsely implicated her. In a hit and run crash. Yeah. Oh. So she's uh the Portland City Attorney's Office signed a fifty thousand dollar contract last week with Bullard Law, a Portland based firm, to defend the city against Hardesty's claim. Mm. I'm just saying it right now. This chick is fucking nuts. She pulled a Jenner, dude. She's nuts, bro. A she's Bruce nuts. Jenner. But that's what Portland wants, dude. You know? They well, like it. Well that yes. Keep keep Portland weird. Keep Portland weird. And keep Portland uh criminal, apparently. Dude, yeah. so this this article came out, and I do want to talk about this. This is uh, so you remember Revolver magazine? They came out about the January sixth investigation, and they were saying, "Why are you arresting MAGA moms, and you're not arresting all these people we have on camera that are inciting the insurrection? Mm-hmm. They're telling people to go in. They're telling people to go to the Capitol, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had this uh, Ray Epps figure. He's that older dude." Looks like a grandpa. Looks like a nice guy, but then oh yeah, you're finding yeah. that he's he's being implicated as being an FBI undercover FBI guy. Implicated, right? Mm-hmm. Not not nothing confirmed. No, but you have a lot of video footage of him saying, "We need to go to the Capitol, everybody. That's where our problems are." <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Like that's where our problems are. Really? What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. There was a follow-up investigation to this Revolver story. So Revolver did another investigation here, or their, another story. And they're coming out with more video footage and different people. And some of the people, you have like this, uh, they call him Northwest Scaffold Commander. And you have B-Civil Guy. But then you have other guys that are wrapping up the, the wire fencing while the police let everybody in. Mm-hmm. And the this shit that you didn't notice, it's almost like a Where's Waldo book where you're you're trying to find, you know, when you go to the back and it gives you a list of things to find. Yeah. You're like, oh, find the the guy wrapping up the wire fence. Yeah. Okay, let's go find. Oh, there he is. Uh so this article kind of goes off to say that the reason why the Ray Epps thing was such a, an important event is because they call it the big bang moment that kicked off the riot. And it happened 20 minutes before Trump's speech ended. Mm. So they were at this pivotal point. And and let me show you guys the map. So this pivotal point is right here where the breach team led by Ray Epps occurred right by the Capitol. This was 20 minutes before the speech ended. But the reason why it's pivotal is because this is in a direct location where both of these uh, the people at the Trump rally locations, right, mm-hmm. would convene at this location and come down towards the Capitol. So it's in the direct path. Everybody coming from the Capitol would go down towards the Ray Epps team. So he got there 20 minutes early, cleared out the fence. There's video footage of him, like, whispering to that one guy, 
They tear down the fence. They break through the barricade. So by the time that all the people from the Trump rally get there, there's no fence. There's no police. Everything's just open. And that's what Revolver was saying. Is they're saying without police present or a do not enter sign prominently visible, people leaving the Trump speech and arriving at the Capitol entrance would have no idea that it was illegal to walk through that gate or onto the lawn or onto the Capitol steps or wherever, right? So instead, they heard friendly music and saw the main walkway of the Capitol grounds wide open, these unwitting Trump supporters. And that's really what I, that's a good statement right there. It's a good classifier. They're unwitting. They didn't know. Right. A lot of them. I mean, to, to be fair, if this was if the barricade was gone, the police were gone and it was all wide open. I would think that they were kind of, you know, maybe they're naive. Let's let's say that. But sure. unwitting means they're not knowing of the situation. They had no idea that they had just crossed an invisible tripwire that would later subject them to federal prosecution for trespassing. Mm. <laughs> So, yes, that the Ray Epps thing was a uh, a trigger that kind of cleared the pathway for people to come into the Capitol. Right. Yeah. Now, this is that fence cutter bulwark that they're talking about. And he was apparently caught cutting down this wire or taking the wire or taking the, uh, the stuff down. Here, I'll just mute this, but. That looks like just that plasticky, meshy fence. Yeah, but he's he's taking it all down. Like, he's not in any attire that says that he's working for the event. He's not in any MAGA gear. He's just some dude, right? Yeah. So that was odd. And here's a photo of him. And he was caught. So this is, you know, 20 minutes before the event. He had this this photo. And here's the the wire cutter guy that was there. Uh, these are the people that were there with Ray Epps, right? And then this guy also is another guy who went That's to the Northwest scaffold. Yeah, he went on top of the scaffolding, and I was going to show a, a video of that because I've never seen the video. But this is important, though. The Proud Boys, who were officially blamed by the press for the initial breach, wouldn't arrive for at least another 15 minutes. So you had Ray Epps come in with his team, clear the way, and then 15 minutes later, the Proud Boys show up and then they get blamed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird, but not, you know, it's, it's, this is, if you're going to plan some sort of setup, you would do it this way. But yes. So you were saying the scaffolding guy also seen 20 minutes before we have this other operative known as Northwest scaffold commander. Yeah. They were saying that this guy is the ringleader. You guys, this odd middle-aged man with glasses, a nerdy mask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a blue ball cap is who some are referring to as the ringleader of the entire operation. Because hmm. he was perched atop this tower and served as a perfect central command post that could see the entire area, and he used his megaphone to incite and command the crowd below. All right, and he's saying, don't just stand there, keep moving forward. All right, so here we go. Move forward! Move forward. Save your country! Save your country! Don't just stand there! <laughs> Don't just stand there, move forward. Help somebody over the wall. It's like a scene from the Titanic. Right? It is. You know what I mean? but Get I, on the life raft. Yeah. Do it. Save your country. Yeah. So I, I would be surprised to see like a symphony up there playing, you know, as mm. the Titanic sinks. Yeah. Um, here's another clip where he says, okay, we're in. We're in. Come on. We got to fill up the Capitol. He's telling people to go into the damn Capitol. Okay, we're in. We're in. Come on. We got to fill up the Capitol. Come on. Puberty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that reminds me? They got in. They got in. Come on. Move forward. Move forward. Now's the time, not next week. Right. Okay. So yeah, he's he's inciting this insurrection, and he's not arrested. Yeah. That's the point. Why are these people not arrested? Yeah, I don't know. Hello. Yeah, you'd think they would know by now who these guys are. Come on, people. 
I mean, it's obvious at this point, right? Um, this article, you know, he, this is making some insinuations here, but there is also this other guy called the be civil guy, hashtag be civil guy, who was the first man who crossed the line. He is unindicted. He's unknown. And he's an individual. And we have this photo here. So no one on the walkway breach still minutes away. First guy on the field farthest out. He's this guy right in here. And so Mm. he has a megaphone and he's being approached by Capitol Police, right? Dude, how many people have megaphones, man? (laughs) I I don't even know where you buy one. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know where to buy one. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, I don't know. But it's just apparently everybody who needed a, a bullhorn had one, right? So... That's the other thing is, you know, you had Ray Epps had a megahorn. Megahorn? Is that what it's called? Megaphone? Megaphone. This guy, the uh, Northwest Scaffold Commander, had a megaphone. Everybody there had megaphones, and, you know, they're all doing fishy things, commanding people to go in, yeah. instigating it. Whoa, we got a uh, we got a big in here. Rick Stars, thank you so much for that big in. Damn, I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude. If you guys ever fly into my lame state, you and your families are more than welcome over. Hospitality will be there. You guys rock. Plus, I live a block away from a bar called Republic U. Oh, Republic, you will definitely like. Spring Valley Lake, California. Where's that at? What part of it? Is that north? South? Merry Christmas. Well, yes. Thank you regardless, so much Regardless, uh, we appreciate that. And that Merry a lot. And uh, we appreciate all the donations you've given us. Everybody has. But yes. Thank you so much. We hope you and your family have a great Christmas. And absolutely, if we're ever in the area, we will we will be hitting you up. Hell yeah. It's always nice to have uh, somebody to have a drink with. Well, and likewise, if you guys are in the uh, the area yeah, of man. Washington, Southwest, Southwest Washington, Washington, hit us up. Let us know. If and you're just, passing through, we'll uh, grab, grab some Lexi's Pizza. We'll get a beer. Go. You know what I'm saying? Maybe stop by Ashtown, get a beer. Yes. Always like meeting fans. It's, it's, it's fun. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Definitely awesome. But... So what do you think about this January 6th thing, dude? I, I, you know, like, I got to be honest, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's kind of like uh, I've been abused by this whole thing for a long <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. I, like, I get it. Uh, you know, there's, it's obvious, like you said, that there's people who are not being, we don't know who they're talking to. I guess I should say that first. Like, yeah. they may have been talked to. Yeah. Um, There definitely seems like there's operatives involved. I feel like it's definitely planned and to some extent i mean i feel like most of us think that is the case they wanted this to happen a certain way um yeah and just the the removal of the barriers i mean how many times do we have to revisit this that's my thing the reason why i wanted to show that is because i've never seen that video footage of those guys i I thought it was just one dude ray epps but the only thing that i bothers me is that there are people in jail for stuff um that weren't as significant and probably don't deserve to be there and yet there are people who were clearly inciting something yep. and who are not being held at this point responsible. So with that said, you know, the whole event's unfortunate. Uh, I want to make sure that people that are because I, I heard, you know, they're not being able to, they're stuck in jail, you know, and that's. Well, they had to they have to go through this retraining program and essentially admit that they were wrong. They have to denounce Trump. Yeah, they have to, like, basically get on their knees say that yes they admit that everything was wrong i think one woman did actually do that yeah well i uh, yeah i mean it's fishy uh and like a lot of things that are going on right now i just don't know that we're ever going to get the entire story yeah um i i I don't know i don't know if we ever will and we can speculate and and unfortunately when you get these articles it's a lot of speculation i mean there's no proof that that guy's the fucking ringleader and and my thing about the megaphone it was it's kind of a both way thing it's like you know, megaphones aren't common. I don't think most people just have one around their house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's fishy that all these guys were the ones that were. But then again, it's like maybe the dudes with the megaphones who had a megaphone, they're going to use it. Well, and I know Alex Jones had a megaphone, too, right? He was telling people uh, to Alex not jo- go Alex in Jones and... has money, bro. You know? That's, yeah. I'm just saying, like, a megaphone is not like a fucking uh, a, a piece of silverware. You know, it's like it's not something most people just have. It's not a bling bling. It's not a bling bling. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, hey like you don't take out a mortgage for a megaphone. It's like, you know hey, I mean? ladies, uh, check out my megaphone. You see that one? Uh, what I got there? Mm. I don't know, man. I think it's, <sighs> I just wish that this stuff would go away. 
you know, it's just, it's just really annoying at this point. There's way more talk there. I don't want to fall into the idea that the Democrats want us to continue to talk about this. Yeah. Because not a lot's going well for them across the board and they need it. They want this. I, yeah. Like, well, I think that they, they are the ones who are constantly bringing it up to pass these laws like introduce legislation that says like, yes, we need to do this, this and this. I mean, it's one of the reasons why you had uh AG, what the fuck's his name? The weasel, the attorney general. Who, no, the new one. Oh, oh, oh. Who who basically said yeah, that I don't remember. Yeah, all all parents who go to these board sessions and yeah. speak out against the jib jab and the masks and stuff, they're terrorists. Mm. And we've seen why, because look at January sixth. I mean, we've seen what these people are capable of doing. Okay, David. Yeah, but I, I just, you know, I don't know that this is, I don't know that this is any hill that I want to die on. Like, this is not really the fight that I want to put in towards January six. Yeah, I know, but it's it's one of those, um, you make a mountain out of a molehill events that they are using to propagate further legislation to take away your rights. Yeah. And to label you as something that you're not, which is a domestic terrorist. Yeah. Aaron and Jessica says Amazon has a megaphone for $24.99. Oh, there you go. I guess I'm going to buy one. What's the reach on that bad boy? Okay. We need a, a I need at least a uh, hundred yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a hundred yard parameter here. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, it's, it, I think it's interesting. I think it's worth looking at. I, I think that there are some things, but we are well aware the government can hide people. They don't want you to see, right. They can yeah. kind of, put these people on the back burner and they'll slowly fall out of uh, existence. What's it going to lead to? That's uh, we're, that's, we're, that's the we thing. got energy. Yes. That we're doing right now. Just kind of talking about it. But at the end of the day, like what does that energy that we all discuss about it really lead to? So my thing is, is waste energy on something that is actual product, actually productive. And, and I think there's some serious problems with the January 6th thing. I think there's people in jail. We had, there's a, a loss of life for Christ's sakes, you know, yeah. Uh, that, you know, we need answers to, but there's bigger things going on too at the moment. And I think that's where it gets like, well, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah. It, to me, it's what's going to come of this because you put so much effort into discovering these atrocities, these lies, you're mapping it together as an independent researcher or whatever revolver magazine is, but you're, they're putting it together. Right. They're making a stance. They're making people question what really happened that day. Mm-hmm. But to what end? Because yeah. at the end of this, if nothing happens, you're driving yourself insane. Right. I'm just laughing because I fucking I love how everybody's like just pointing out the megaphones that are now available. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Joel, as it seem, I, it's hard to read that. 100 yard reach megaphone around 50 bucks on Amazon. $50 on Amazon. You guys are like, I love it, man. You're digging right off the bat. I'm, yeah. Although if there is a local shop that sells a megaphone, I would go there instead of Amazon. But we'll I, you know, I bet you if you go to like Bob's or I was gonna say, yeah, Bob's might have a megaphone. Yeah, you can get some like Crocs and a megaphone, or it would probably be like a moose mating call horn, like a a bugle horn or something. Mm. Yeah, Chris just anyway. texts. He's gonna miss the second show, guys. That's yeah, unfortunate. But, I figured. Well, um, I didn't figure, but I I was preparing for it. Uh, I got a couple of topics I want to do. Yes. Let's, let's end the show with a little bit of fun here. More fun at least. Okay. Um, so this one is, is really (laughs) something else you guys. So 850 pound pot brownie brings new meaning to quote, getting baked 850 pound pot brownie. Yeah. Um, look at this shit. (laughs) Damn. Look at the picture. Oh my God. I, I would like to know like flex. How long would it take you to down this fucking thing? And why is only one of you wearing a mask? Come on. Get it together, everybody. She's the concerned one for some reason. Yeah. So so this uh, this group of people, um, they made an 850-pound monster measuring three feet wide, three feet long, 15 inches high. It contains more than 20,000 milligrams of THC. That's ah, a big one. Uh, so it is actually, uh, it, besides the cannabis, the behemoth brownie has also mm. or also contains 1,344 eggs, 250 pounds of sugar, 212 pounds of butter, 81 pounds of flour, 122 pounds of cocoa powder. For those who want to make their own behemoth brownie. Absolutely. They give you the recipe. Uh, a team of five cannabis confectioners. <laughs> They're confectioners. Needed 24 hours to make the brownie. It wasn't easy. They made this shit in 24 hours. It is a 
It for, looks for like the, a, uh, for the audio listeners. Yes. What is this? It looks like a piece of wet molded dirt. <laughs> it looks like a slab out of the pyramids. Like they just took the square. And they, I think they brought the girl, it home with uh, them on the right, and the guy on the right, or yeah. definitely took some bites. The, um, they were the test. They did. She looks like she had a couple. She's bites. like, <laughs> she's like, Ooh. I know. I think that's why this one girl's wearing her mask. Possibly. She's high as fuck, dude. Look at her. He's like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe we're taking a photo of this thing. Uh, <sighs> so the reason that I really was like, just kind of like this story was, if you scroll down, it, well, it says, <laughs> oh yes, right here, um, you guys, look at this. Well, what, first of all, it says, uh, yeah, Crandall says they plan or the plan is to sell the giant brownie to a medical marijuana patient. One patient is getting this. Not a not a uh, store, <laughs> but a single dude uh, or or gal. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, what do you do? You just put that by your bed and just pick at it with a fork every time you want a little buzz. <laughs> no, you break it up and you sell that shit, bro. But I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> They're going to be sending this to one patient in Massachusetts. Okay. I like Flex's remark there. The sugar would kill me. The weed would heal me. <laughs> oh, there you go. I love it. I love it, dude. Uh, no, it's, uh, I think it's, I mean, is it cool? Is that the largest weed brownie? Did it break a record? Largest weed brownie? What, what does it say right above that line? It says, uh, Crendel said that the pot brownie's THC content is equivalent to 4,000 of the company's normal size brownies, which contains five milligrams each. Mm, boy um yeah i don't know the reason i don't know why it's cool uh i don't know that it's even cool it's just i guess <laughs> it's like a, a feat i just think that it's hilarious that this 850 pound pot brownie is going to one person that's right. the biggest part yeah. i'm like you couldn't break it up and i was surprised that they made that in 24 hours that seems like you would need a team of people to kind of let's get it together i mean five people is quite a bit to make yeah, a pot brownie. i mean i i have a f- i mean it's hard for people to make a pie sometimes. Oh, yeah. Let alone a giant mound of brownie goodness. Yeah. So I guess you have a year supply of just high nights. You know what I'm saying? Like feeling good. A year? Okay. Um. Anyways, well, I don't know. Well, do, you have, do you have anything else here? What, oh, yeah. Let's just talk a real quick one. Uh, Charlemagne the God, dude. I thought that, oh, was, yes. I thought that was quick. It was, it's a quick one. Do you have the video up here? Yeah. Um. Kamala Harris goes I on his thing. Who- and I'm sure some of you have already seen this, and it's fine. But I don't know the entire context because I do not watch Charlemagne the God. I think yeah. he's, eh. you know, like he's, eh. Well, but yeah. if you remember, he was the man that was interviewing Joe Biden when Joe Biden came out and said, if you ain't black, you ain't voting for Joe Biden. Yeah. If you don't know who you're voting for, you ain't black. Yeah. So the same guy. But what was funny is just like he's making a comment and aid comes out of nowhere. Like, so he's talking. He, well, an aide for Kamala Harris yes. comes out of nowhere. Huh? She comes out of nowhere and says, "Sorry, Charlemagne, we're gonna have to stop this." Yeah. And then, like Kamala does the um, "I just got came on" phase where she's like, Ugh, like this, and he's like, <laughs> "She's acting like she can't hear me. She's acting like she can't even hear me right now." Yeah. And then she finally goes, "Oh no, I can hear I you. I can hear she you." Does the head bobbing like, you, and "I'm the vice president." You fuck with the wrong Kamala lady. Harris. Yep. And a lot of comments were like, why does she change her fucking attitude and the way that she speaks? It changes depending on who she's speaking to. Well, like she, she's the playbook of Hillary Clinton. Well, he started talking back. He was like, oh, she can't. She's playing like she can't hear me. Like, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about she sassy. Yes. But I'm saying, remember when when Clinton was in the church and she all of a sudden started getting a deeper southern accent. And she oh, was, yeah. AOC riding that whole thing. And, yeah. and AOC has done it. And, and, and this is what she does. It's. I want to know who's the real... Hold on, you guys. Sorry. I don't really understand as we're going into this. I don't quite understand um, what he's asking about Manchin, which we didn't even discuss. Manchin shot down the fucking bill. Yeah. He was the piece needed. But he's like, who's the real president, Manchin or Biden? Well, now, and to be fair, just a brief comment on Joe Manchin shutting down the bill. He shut down the current version of the The current version. So he will maybe vote for another version. We don't know. I don't trust the guy at all. I don't trust any but he did say that he, there's no way he's looked at it. He's tried everything and there's no way that he feels that he can support this. But so check this out, you guys. I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it by, is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt and I'll take the vice president here. It's the mom. I'm so sorry, Charles. We have she, she can hear me. <laughs> it's common. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay. Vice President? Oh, I'm sorry. You got a rap. Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I like this, right? They're acting like they can't hear me, y'all. 
They ain't like I him. can hear you. Oh, so who's the I real? So who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really. Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell. No, no, sometimes. no, 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 no. It's Joe Biden, and don't start talking like a Republican there it is. about Isis? asking whether or not he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe, and it's Joe Biden, and it's Joe Biden, and I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. I want to know who's the real president oh, why would you? Okay, uh, like this, uh, what this is my name? Finger shit in the camera, like, yeah. uh, it's just, uh, no, 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 no. I, it fucking bothers me, because, uh, you know what, yeah. what, there's a guy at my work who's, who, who's not real political. Really good dude, not very political. And he's like, you know what's crazy is I've never. I showed him this video, and he's like, I've never heard her speak. I've only ever seen her like waving and shit, you know. And he's like, it just seems like really inappropriate. And what? this is the, her, just, her, just doing her the attitude, way? just the the kind of the the demeanor. And I'm like, yeah, but this mm. is like, in my opinion, she's ghetto. Like she's just kind of ghetto. Yeah, like she's, I don't know. Uh, here, dude, come on, here's man. the deal though. Come like, on, for everybody just watching this, we're probably gonna have to mute that. When we post this video, because this is on the fucking screw tube, so they're gonna they're gonna copyright that shit. So just uh, beware of that. But also, I find it funny that any time that somebody comes out and says something that is controversial or goes against the grain, goes against the narrative, and it's something that they don't want their representative to speak on, they blame it on technical issues, and that's what Kamala Harris. Uh, that's what her assistant. No, I don't. Did. I don't know if that's what she did. She did. I didn't hear her say anything about technical issues. That's exactly what the assistant said. It said, oh, we're having some we're having some technical difficulties. I was listening real clear. No, do it. Play it back one more time. I swear she Can't just said on. we're going to Charlamagne. We're going to have to wrap this up. I want to know who's the real president Listen. of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? Listen. See, I don't think the vice president can hear you. Hold on okay. just a moment. OK, Sorry, she she can hear me. We have to wrap up, but I don't think she can hear you, right? Okay, I get you. And then, good, so, good catch, then it's going back and forth, and then that's what these people do. And they go, catch. Oh, "Sorry, I can't hear you." Uh, or uh, cut the camera. You know what I mean? But why is the aides the one always stepping in? Like, who the fuck are these people? They're, like, they're consider. You remember, like, not long ago, there was like some aide, like they had the podium at the White House, and they were speaking, and some aide comes in, and we're like, "We're shutting this down." Yeah. Like, who are you? Who voted for you? Who are you? Uh, yeah. What, who gives uh, you the power to do any of this shit? And how are you possibly speaking over the vice president right now? Like, let's just be honest. How are you literally interrupting the vice president of the United States and telling her she cannot hear yeah. you? Well, it's uh, it's control. It's it's there for um, whatever that word is. It's something control. But it's it's so that way nobody says anything that they're not supposed to say. And it's just it's, so come on. I mean, obviously, come on, in on it. But my point is, is Charlemagne the God don't necessarily agree with many things he says, to be honest with you, but. This is a guy who dealt with Biden, and that was a huge gaffe on Biden's part where he was mm. talking about the, if you, you know, you don't vote for us, you ain't black. Yeah. Uh, and now this, like, I do think that, especially with Rogan and all these people that are really speaking up at this point, uh, finally, like, even like, I mean, Joe Rogan, to me, is still kind of a liberal guy. Maybe not to today's standards, but yeah. he is. I think people are just like, man, this is a fucking fuckery of, a, of administration. I mean, if you got Charlemagne the God asking is Joe Biden even president or is it Manchin president? Like, that's a pretty bold question to talk to the vice president. They don't, nobody yeah. would say that to Trump. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, I think they would. Do you think they would? They yeah. never have. I think people talk to Trump like that all the time, bro. No, do you They're think like, they came up to him and said, are you really the president? Did they ask Mike Pence, like, is Trump really the president? Or oh, is- well, I mean, come on, dude. You wouldn't have to ask Trump <laughs> that shit, right? Yeah. Because his balls were so big, he'd fill up the whole room and you'd just be like... Everybody sit down. No, 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 fake news, fake news. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> you wouldn't like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you don't have to ask that question if you're the only person talking. Trump just talked all the time. He, you're right. And he, he, I just came think out that saying, there's like, that's a, I don't know, man. Maybe it's her fault for, I don't know, using his platform, like not understanding where he stands. I, I don't know what his, I don't know what his meaning is behind all this. Or I think his meaning was, is, Joe Biden going to fix this on his own and have some sort of executive order or some sort of nuclear option to make sure this thing passes? Or is he going to let Joe Manchin run all over the bill? And his sole no vote, his single vote, will just delay the whole thing. 
So what's Joe Biden going to do? I think that's what he was trying to say. Well, that's the only reason why I would say, you know, again, now that you see today, Joe Manchin is the one holding up the build back broken bill. Uh, Jamie Rivera says every president ever has been controlled. Probably accurate. I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, It's just not normally. It feels more controlled. Like their control feels more controlled in past presidencies. Like the president felt like he was in control, even if he may not have been in control. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But this president obviously is not mentally there. and, And Kamala is not mentally stable, in my opinion, either in her own right. I don't think they can. The fact the aides are coming out so much, and yeah. and in fact, uh, the man or the mansion stuff that happened today, if I'm not mistaken, the White House, you know, released their kind of uh, statement about the whole thing, and it was from Jen Psaki. Ah, the Saki bomb. And people are like, "Why is it Jen Psaki that's not? Why is the president not making a remark? Why is the vice president not making a remark towards this? It's always the people below." Yeah, And the, the one of the big trends right now that's going around different TikTok and Twitter, and I've seen multiple videos all over the place, is that if you go to the White House Visitor Center, Biden is still the last president on there that says, you know, it's got an open end date. Like, why? It just is fucking weird. I'm not saying there's anything to it. I'm just saying, yeah. like, why does it feel like this guy is a, like he, he's on screens? He's doing like sets instead of the. Well, and it doesn't make it any better when he goes, I don't know what they want me to say. Uh, should I say this or. He said, I don't know if I have the authority to do this yeah, when right. he was, and the, the, the tornadoes. And he was like giving his speech. And he's like, I'm not sure if I had the authority to do it, but I tried yeah. to. What do you you're the fucking president? bro? And it's it's all yeah. this stuff. It's all minor. But like the the boy, the boycott for uh, Beijing or whatever, the, the Olympics, wherever it's at. That's that's weird to me. Like, are you not going because you physically can't go? Or you and so you're trying to say, like, we're, we're not going to send anybody over there to. Because yeah. I literally can't not take a flight and shit my pants. Like, right? Like, is it that? Or are you really boycotting? I feel like it's all so timely. You're not. I just feel like he's. Uh, um, he might not be the president. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I just think it sure seems like a movie. It sure seems uh, yeah. staged. Everything seems staged. Yeah, it is very strange. And I mean, for Christ, they wear masks. Oh, I don't okay. know. Dude, okay. I did see a video, though, of, uh, of it was actually with Reagan. I believe it was Reagan that this this uh, gal came in and they showed the, the pictures of it. And she walked in and then she pulled the mask off. And she showed she was like, there's a picture of her showing Reagan the mask that she was wearing. They were talking about how detailed the masks were at that point. But that so you're talking like a flesh mask, like yeah. a Mission Impossible fucking Tom yeah. Cruise. Shit. So they showed the picture of her sitting in the chair talking with the president. And yeah. then the next picture to it's her holding the mask that she was wearing when she came into the room. And, and apparently I believe it was Reagan, but he didn't know that it was a mask. And that was many 70s. moons ago. Yeah. Well, no, 70s, man. 80s? Yeah. Uh, but it was many moons ago. And so obviously they're saying like, hey, this mask thing, it could be way more, you know, it could be a lot more elaborate, elaborate now. now. And I mean, I'm not saying that people are going to necessarily change their identities, but if you look like shit, you know, like if you're sick, you can, you look sick. Yeah. What if they could just slap on, on, on Biden? Let's say it really is Biden. They just slap another Biden face on Biden's face just yeah. to make him look a little bit. Cause you know, it's like his teeth are all fucking weird. Well, and people were talking about that with Tom Hanks when he yeah. hosted SNL, when this whole for, like pandemic started, they like, they were noticing his neck. Was weird. Yeah. So it looked like a mask type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, that shit with the mask thing that was fucking. It was. It was odd, dude. There's a lot. I mean, I have. There's so many topics I want to talk about. We don't have enough time to go through everything, but yeah, we have reached the hour mark. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for showing up. Thanks you for uh, the patreons out there. Again, get on. Yeah. Try it out. You get four extra shows a month every uh, Friday. What was the dude's name? He he pitched in so much today. What, what was the gentleman's name again? We have. All of you, we appreciate all of you. I know there's many, many of you, but uh, Rick, Rick Starr, thank you so much, man. You you were killing it tonight. We appreciate that. And uh, guys, I mean, honestly, I know, like, uh, I hate asking for money. I'm not that kind of a person, you know. I want you guys to enjoy this podcast, and we've, you know, but every time that happens where somebody donates that much to us, like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It helps, helps us so much to get like, you know, small things that we need. So we appreciate that. And I know you guys have been helping us for a long time. You guys are serious OGs. We love it. And Hell yeah. We appreciate all of you. Every yeah, that's, single one of you. That's why we enjoy the Patreon because we get to give you back something for the At donation. At least right? like be able to tell you that we appreciate you voice to voice. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's the big we, thing for we us. We give so. you extra content. We get you like, we get to talk to you. We get to know you. And then also the merch discounts and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Uh, again, the paranormal episode, the first one will be on January 1st. Yeah. 
and we're looking at some some nice topics. I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, it's going to yeah. get better and better, but I can tell you one thing. We love this shit. Yeah. We don't get to talk about it enough, so I'm excited to see where our, our brains... I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say Yeah, about your experiences with shit. I'm just excited across the board. Yeah, so, sure. It's going to be good. All right, sir. Uh, wherever do you have a glass to raise? Uh, well, I got a cup. All right. Well, all right. Pepsi. There we are. Until next time, sayonara, everybody. You guys have a great night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.